You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome everyone to a new uh, a new episode of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. And um, hey, you know, sometimes you get censored. You know, you got to censor things because you get censored, you know? So, um, welcome everyone. Um, I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. If I didn't say so already, I'm DJ Impact. And hey, we're going to start getting into what happened this past week in, re- uh, in wrestling, which of course was um, we kick off Monday Night Raw, which is the night uh, after WrestleMania. So we're going to go all past through this week. We always welcome your comments. So if you're watching and we see that we got a few people that's jumped online, if you're on Facebook Live, that's the best way that you can put your comments in and we will respond to them uh, as we see them come through. All right. So just hang out with us tonight. We appreciate it. And if you are not watching us live, we thank you for downloading and listening to this particular episode and um and we were excited to have you also after this live recording we're going to record three counts which will be released on tuesday and we got three good topics i think you all going to want to hear so if you can hang out with us for wrestling talk stay over to the next uh show with three count and i think you're going to enjoy it all right so let's get right into it fellas again it is good to see you let's talk about monday night raw always the night after mania it's supposed to be full of surprises <laughs> i guess you could start with the announcers uh i'm gonna let you take it off man <laughs> so the thing is it tonight's well monday night's show was definitely full of surprises that much was for sure right as in Wow, I haven't seen a Raw after WrestleMania this bad in God knows how long. But I only have to talk about the first hour, so at least that's good. Um, yeah. In all seriousness, um, obviously cold open with uh, you know Bobby Lashley, MVP arriving. And uh, of all people, Riddle decides that he wants to challenge Bobby Lashley later on tonight. <sighs> All right, I guess after being just bludgeoned by Sheamus the night before. Right. And uh, yeah, so I guess I guess that what ensued after that was a match. Um, But first, we were introduced to the new commentating team on Raw. Right. Uh, That would be Adnan Verk, uh, Byron Saxton and Corey Graves. Uh, You may know Verk from his time at ESPN. Uh, he was a an analyst for baseball, mm. um, so WWE attempting to corner um, people that have worked in uh, sports, um, not so much on the entertainment side. Um, we saw how well that worked for Mike Adamley, but uh, <laughs> I, I I think that uh, you know we'll see 
how uh, how Mr. Verk does from week to week. But um, yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that we can't go anywhere but up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, to start the show, we had a 12-minute squash match with Bobby Lashley just beating the ever-loving fuck out of Matt Riddle. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was taken from him, too. He's just Riddle <laughs> and has been for quite some time. Right. So I don't know. Maybe Bobby Lashley knocked the, knocked the mat back onto his name. Because this guy, outside of a small flurry that lasted about 15 seconds, this was no shit. 12 minutes of the champion just being dominant yeah. and putting a hurt, complete pun intended, mm -hmm. on to Riddle. Um, they, you know, I guess people could say that they were attempting to, you know, protect Riddle by uh, having him issue the challenge. Um, and then they got across how brutal the, the match was with Sheamus. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> just no. Yeah. Um, obviously, we uh, we did see the Viking, Ra Viking Raiders come back uh, in, a, uh, in a definite surprise. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, injury issues out of the way. That's a good thing. Um, and they went up against Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Um, the Viking Raiders... Um, this was another squash match for all intents and purposes. This one only lasted for about five minutes though. Yeah. So that was at least good. Um, and yeah, we'll see where we go from here, but I, I don't get the, um, the greatest of feeling that we're going to see much out of Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin now that they've been taken out of the hurt business. Right. Um, and you know, say what you will about Shelton Benjamin. I know Michaels can't stand the guy. Um, but Cedric Alexander needs to they they need to they they need to do something for this guy. I mean, he has an extreme wealth of talent and for him just to be languishing in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the undercard is uh it's it's pretty sad. So where so, do you put him, Steve? Where do you put him? No, I, that's the thing is obviously they have a roster of about 900 people. So I'm just I it, it's difficult to say. And quite frankly, well, now I, I would now that be eight hundred and fifty. Yes. Yes. Well, again, we'll we'll discuss that. <laughs> yes. See, see what I'm doing there. Yeah. Um, it's, a three, it's a three count tease, people. Three count tease. <laughs> yeah. We're go, we're gonna get there. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, realistically, for for Cedric Alexander, I mean, you know, I, I you, it's difficult where you slot the guy, um, but. Yeah, he just has too. He's too talented for him to just not get any kind of exposure or not be on the show um, in anything more than in an enhancement role. That's my opinion, but whatever. I could be wrong. I doubt it, but that's where we are. Um, well, Steve, you got you do have a good point, but at the same time, the hardest thing I think that you know everything that we see nowadays encompasses is that everyone wants people to be pushed, right? Right, exactly. But, uh, the unfortunate aspect is, okay, let's say they cut Alexander. Let's say, okay, they got nothing for him. They cut him. He goes to AEW. How does he fit it down to that roster? Because there's so many people there. You start seeing that trend happening now. Yep. And it becomes harder, even on their own roster, 
if Cedric Alexander is being pushed, who do you take and take them out of the mix then? Right. That's that's tough. Well, I think it's, there's only two places for him to go with Raw, if, if I could chime in on this one. Um, yeah. Either put him back with the Hurt Business, uh, minus Shelton Benjamin, because uh, if you look at the whole breakup, it wasn't so much, uh, you know, Alexander as it was more Shelton Benjamin, I guess. Or you go back to some old roads, even though it wasn't successful the first time, maybe it could the second time with some creative writing and put him back with Ricochet. I know it's not the greatest of ideas. Like I said, it's about only two things that I could think of on a raw roster. You know, it's funny you say that, though. Think about this, guys. Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and Mustafa or Mustafa or Mustafa. 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 Yeah. Are they not the new 3MB? Basically. Well, I tell you what. I'll right. be real with you. If you're the new 3MB, I hope you are. You want to be the new 3MB because you put in your time, you wait, get made fun of, and then you become champions minus Heath Slater, who we don't even know if he has a job. Hey, he's still, he has he's still, kids. He's, yeah, he has kids. He has kids. So he was a champion long before the other two, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So um, we did also get uh, Charlotte coming back to Monday Night Raw. So that was uh, that was good to see. Um, she came out, cut a promo, um, and yeah, set up the uh, the scene, if you will, for what's what's going to transpire. Of course, we're going to end up getting that Rhea Ripley, uh, Charlotte Flair rematch from last year's WrestleMania at some point, um, very very soon, and um, I'm. I, I can't wait to see it. And personally, I would say that you would have Rhea go over this time, thus setting up the uh, the rubber match down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, speaking of Rhea Ripley, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka um, brought us to a close on hour one. Um, solid match, um, realistically, as you would expect. Um, but... You have Charlotte get in there and cause a no contest after 11 minutes. So um, where do we go from here? Are we just going to have a three-way, which that was going to be the, uh, or that was rumored to be the match for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to be get, getting that at WrestleMania Backlash now um, with the three-way, obviously, Asuka, Charlotte, and Rhea? So we shall see. Yeah, it seemed like that might be where they're going. Uh, yeah. Why not just name it um, Backlash? Why did they decide to term it WrestleMania Backlash? Branding, bro. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You know. Well, did did you, uh, seriously though? Did you notice how the SmackDown uh, the day before WrestleMania mm-hmm. was also labeled WrestleMania SmackDown? Oh, I didn't catch that. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they're they're really reinforcing the WrestleMania branding this year. I, honestly, I think it's a smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, people have already been calling the week leading up to WrestleMania WrestleMania week. So why yeah. not just continue the branding? Yeah, smart, smart. All right, well, let's go over to you, Matt Michaels, for hour two. How exciting was that? We got to see Miz in his underwear. <laughs> so, we did <laughs> that, that was that was fairly exciting. although i was uh, more excited to see maurice you know i was always a fan you know well you know what i would have been more excited if it wasn't for a 90 minute uh 
you know, Miz TV episode <laughs> right. in the middle of Raw. It's like, yeah, God, if you want to kill your fucking, you know, your momentum peak, just put that right in the middle <laughs> and it did its job, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I was not really fucking zoned in onto sure. Miz TV and, yeah. you know, all right, Maurice is back. But you know what? I've seen her every single week in fucking commercials for Ms. and Mistis anyway. So <laughs> true, true. Um, really, I mean, and then the other stinker uh, in that was uh, the Nia Jax uh, match with uh, her and Shayna versus Mandy and uh, Dana Brooke. And uh, boy, um, I, 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 I don't know if it's uh, who sits around and goes. Hey, that slip down that uh, Mandy took at WrestleMania, let's use that in a match where Nia keeps slipping. And then she looks like a jackass for bullying Mandy about it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was a nice little reach for uh, for story. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I, did, did Keep in mind, I, I guess it is a little bit better than her hole. Oh, well, I mean the the, the whole whore, the whole whole right. storyline. Sure, I don't know. Listen, if if Nia's hole starts slipping, then we have a huge, <laughs> huge problem. <laughs> did any of you guys notice? Did you did they show Mandy slipping at all on WrestleMania? Do you remember that? You mean I like, think that yeah. they saw? I think they like you could see it start to happen, but then they cut away. Cut away, right? No, no, no. Yeah. You saw yeah. the whole thing. I think you saw it. I saw, you saw it. the whole thing. Yeah. You yeah. saw her actually slip and fall, and then they cut away immediately. Yeah, I don't even remember. So for it to come back up and to essentially save face for Mandy for slipping or something, I don't know. Make Nia a big bully? I don't, I don't know. But it's not, I don't know, not working for me. Um, the only good thing we had an hour or two was the fact that Alexa, uh, bliss has now given us her new friend, Sally. Oh yeah, baby. There's going to be some wild, crazy shit going on. Was with, it, uh, was it Sally? I thought it was Lily, Lily, Sally, whatever. Okay. All right. It's a creepy fucking voodoo well, doll. Well, man. yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to, you know, call it the wrong name. And then she put that curse on you. Cause that smile just, you know, made me cringe a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it could it could be uh, fucking uh, whatever for this. It, sure, it belongs in fucking Zach Baggins' fucking haunted museum. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That shit look whack as hell. But hey, what? <laughs> that shit look whack. Nah, I think it looks a little creepy. Man, you don't even watch scary stuff. So your bar for what's creepy is like (laughs) like an extra uh, monologue from Grimace on Sesame Street and shit in a new trash can. That's creepy for you. Well, whatever. (laughs) You don't watch scary stuff. Well, I I like to sleep well at night. (laughs) So anyway, anyway, we got we got the introduction of uh, the character who looks a lot like Simon's first ex-wife. First, second. (laughs) I'm not gonna comment on that because I don't want to get in trouble. Take the fifth. People, Take the fifth. They, they got people that report to them. So not the I, fifth I, wife. All right. I don't have five wives. I only had two ex-wives. That's it. I'm good. I'm not trying to be like Flair. I'm good. Right. Right. 
Um, so yeah, I mean that that was pretty much our team, man. It, yeah. it really was dominated by that whole fucking uh, Miz sure. Morrison, you know. Yeah. And right, yeah. A two on one, yeah. Um, whatever. True. We 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 know where it's going. Yeah. We think so. Whatever. Yeah. No doubt. Well, I'm sure then Simon Street Hour 3 had to be what oh. you had to, uh, if you made it that long, that, that is where we was trying to get to, right? Please tell me it was about Hour 3. If it wasn't raw, what do you think my answer would be? <laughs> you never know, man. It's like rolling the dice every Monday night. You never know if Hour 3 is going to be popping or if it's just something needed to stop at Hour 2. Yeah. Um, but in this case, uh, kind of continue on a little bit with uh, what Michaels was saying. Um, you did end up having, uh, you know, a, a tag team match, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. Um, that one was, look, I like Mandy Rose and I like uh, Dana Brooke for what they could be. But unfortunately, I just kind of feel like somebody, they're kind of living in somebody else's direction of what their tag team should be. I don't know if maybe it's just the way I see them. I don't know if y'all guys feel the same. I, I, I just feel like... They they don't seem very coordinated if it's either with Mandy having a long wig piece or, you know, them trying to match. It just seems a little too hokey for me. And I'm just saying aesthetically, it just looks a little too done up. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see them kind of be a little bit how they were when they first got together before they had, uh, you know, started coordinating colors. But anyways, yeah, they pretty much went up against, uh, you know, the women's championship. It was as you expect. You know, it wasn't much in the third hour, guys. I mean, until you got toward the end, mm -hmm. you know, of the third hour. And that was somewhat interesting. But uh, let me look through my notes because Monday was a long time ago. And uh, it wasn't as lackluster as you thought it would be. Uh, some of the notes that I remember kind of from, kind of from seeing uh, was uh, there was a match with Elias, uh, Jackson Riker, and New Day. And, uh, you know, that one was pretty okay. I mean, New Day went over. I mean, it really wasn't much, guys. You know me. I'm not really big on Raw unless something really blows my mind. It's not memorable half the time. And like we said in the beginning, this was a big letdown for Raw, I feel. There was yes. not even excitement in the atmosphere for no. after WrestleMania. You start off with a brand new announcer, which I'm not going to lie. At first, I wasn't feeling them. I said, this ain't baseball, homie. But then I started seeing them kind of you know, warming up and I'm okay with it. Um, but hey, WWE does what they want to. Um, of course, at the end, well, the only thing that was good in uh, as far as the third hour to me was Bray Wyatt, uh, Firefly Funhouse. Apparently he is alive and well with new friends and hashtag witches be wildin'. Uh, I thought that was pretty catchy. I thought that was really cool. So now kind of what we talked about last show, uh, with what happened in, um, you know, the separation, will you, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt, our Flynn house is alive and well, and that they're going to be having different adventures. I, I don't think we'll see something next Monday, but we'll see something down the road to where uh, they're doing something. Uh, that was pretty much it. And then Dan was triple that match. And that was Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, whoever wins uh, actually gets a shot at Bobby Lashley in the WWE title. And uh, as you guys know, it's about as boring as, as uh, cornflakes in the morning with no sugar banana and regular milk. Drew McIntyre wins that one. 
So again, we're going to see it WrestleMania uh, backlash. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. Who is excited for that? Raise your hands. Matt Michaels. <laughs> I'll I'll wait. No, you know, interestingly enough, I believe it was like maybe two weeks ago that I throwingly just threw it out there that um, the uh, retribution should join up as the hurt business. They did. They showed up. They did, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 don't correct me if I'm wrong. That didn't happen in hour three, did it? Or was that like two? Is that hour two or three? What distinguishes hour three? We took out Drew. Yeah. Did they take out Drew? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they actually did. You're right. You're right. Because MVP was standing up at the end. That's right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not excited, y'all. I'm sorry. I really wish that I could be that guy for y'all that is just on fire for Drew McIntyre. I'm tired. I feel like it's played out. Um, as they were saying before, Drew, take your ass to the back of the line. Um, I'm fully in that sentiment, even if it wasn't Drew and it was somebody else. Um, (laughs) I want to see something new with Bobby Lasher, whoever the champion is. But hey, you know. Simon Street is just an opinion. Other people probably like it. They're, but the, you know what? They're doing what they like to do best, and that is they're pushing something, and fans be damned, this is going to be what's pushed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the again, it's funny because it was like a year ago, DJ is going, oh, I like Drew. I, I like him this. Yeah, like and it's like, but are you still going to be liking it as we continue to see the same matchups of the same three or four people? This is what they do. And that's you, you've got to be ready to accept that fact that we're about to see Drew McIntyre in the title push for the next year, maybe two years. You know, it reminds well, me that was of too long. For, absolutely. You know what that reminds me of, Michaels? It reminds me of how we felt about, well, some people felt about Roman Reigns. Sure. You know, just constantly, that's your one guy, and you're going to keep pushing it down our throats until we just learn to swallow all of Drew McIntyre. I know it sounds bad, but I'm just being honest. It's just just, just how I feel. Like, I don't want to, to have to keep seeing it, but it's what the product is. You don't want Drew's Claymore down your throat. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hell no you know how big his damn foot is <laughs> oh god all right guys well look that uh that takes care of um monday night raw now we all know that they uh switched up the days and everything but uh normally when we we do the uh, wrestling talk we just go monday tuesday wednesday but just to kind of break it off a little bit so it's not wwe then wwe then aw then you know, I'm just going to keep going the way we used to do it. So with that, I'm going to stick. Wait, wait, you're going WWE and now you're just moving Thursday to Tuesday. Yep. So we don't talk about NXT in between. I... <laughs> All right. You can book for uh, Vince. I can, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I've, I'm applying for that position. And so far, it just... looks like I'm, I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. <laughs> Just get us some free tickets when you make it up there so that we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about flights. We don't, that's the only thing we have to book is a flight. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it, it, at this point, we know that they watched the show. Oh, yeah. We definitely oh. know. So you probably yeah. won't even have to interview because yeah. they'll have enough footage <laughs> yeah. from you running the show. Right. That, that will be your interview. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. 
kind of like the what's his name the anon or anon or verk that whoever the, the new announcer is isn't that how Ad, he what's his name yeah how you say his name Ad, adnan adnan okay yeah yeah so they just looked at video he, and said hey go get in the seat <laughs> you know but he's but he's he did, okay though but he did he's say, okay he did start off saying hey thank you guys uh for carrying mm. me because he knew that they were yeah. gonna have to <laughs> hold the fort down so yeah. All right. Well, anyway, let me jump over to Impact Wrestling. Not uh, a whole lot was going on. Now, they had a hardcore justice. They ran this uh, Impact Plus pay-per-view the same weekend that, that it was Mania of night one. It was a lot earlier, though, so they didn't compete at the same time. But there were a couple of mat matches worth mentioning because, you know, everything is really pushing towards rebellion, and I'll talk a little bit about that towards the end. But uh, the biggest thing is that that Jazz have put up her career against Deanna Perrazzo, who, of course, is the Knockouts uh, Woman Champion. And, of course, Jazz lost that. Um, and, you know, for the most part, I, I'm sure we, we when I saw that the match was going to happen, I knew that that was going to end up being the, the conclusion of it. And, and, and shout out to her. I mean, they... At least she had a, a platform, which is what this Tuesday was about, to finally kind of give her thanks to all of her fans who've watched her over the years. I mean, if she didn't have Impact Wrestling to kind of do that, she would have just had to go through social media and just kind of say thanks. But at least she had a, a televised... Um, Dude, they're going to put her in the Hall of Fame within the next couple of years. Sure. So she would have had the, the yeah, thing but anyway. Why, but why, I gotta, why I got to wait to when I get called to the hall of fame i want to get if i'm leaving now then i want to give my thanks now you know so anyways she got a chance to do uh exactly that there was a little interference during her uh her her, her giving her thanks to everyone uh fire and flavor decided to want to come out and and uh and mess that whole thing up but they got beat down because jordan grace was right by her side and uh, that was pretty much a um, the last match, I guess you can say, uh, that she had. And, um, and, you know, that was that. But that was with Hardcore Justice, just combining what happened there and then what happened this past Tuesday. And, of course, all the wrestlers came down to the ring and gave her props and everything. So, you know, that was cool. Also at, at Hardcore Justice, though, there was a three-way tag team match with Swan, Willie Mack, Eddie Edwards, uh, going against Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Now, man, Rich Swan team, of course, won. Which, damn it, I didn't want Rich Swan team to win because now that's that's the given. I'm I was still pushing. I'm still going for the idea that maybe Rich was going to pull this thing out at Rebellion, but not with that win. I'm like, damn, you know. Yeah, whatever. Replica title. <laughs> I, I, I go back to what I said. The only way that Rich Swan gets the AEW title is if he goes out and buys the replica. It's not going to happen. Yeah, well, that well that match definitely confirmed it. So, yeah, um, whatever. They did end up having a uh, a press conference later on during the week with uh, with uh, Omega and and Swan. So. Um, you know, and that was that was just pretty funny. Of course, the uh, Omega and Don Callis they show up late, you know, to their to the press conference. Of course, I mean, why? Why are they going to be there on time? Fashionably late. 
<laughs> right. You know, but, but you say, why are they going to be there on time? But at the same time, does anyone not recognize the fact that Don Callis is still an employee of Impact Wrestling? So how has he not been fined or fired at this point? One of the journalists <laughs> asked the question, why do you keep playing both sides here? And he reflected the question and just gave the mic over to Omega to start his ranty. You know, yeah, it's obvious. You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, everything, of course, is pushing towards this weekend because it is a rebellion that's going to happen. That's Impact Wrestling's uh, pay-per-view. And the, 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 they might as well not even have other matches there, okay? Because they're just surrounding everything on the title versus title match with Swan and Omega, which is, you know, that's awesome, right? Uh, it's a pretty good push for both organizations there. And, again, I was having my hopes, you know. I, I didn't, I'd already kind of knew it was a small chance, but after what happened to Hark, or just as I said, well, there it is, um, you know. So you, if you realize Impact Wrestling is not going to have a heavyweight champion. But that's what I'm saying, and 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 that's why I'm going. And look, their tag teams champions are still over in in Japan, so everyone just taking the belts and running off to different wrestlers. They're not going to have champions, <laughs> right? right? Right. Like they're they're only going to have a knockouts champion, and that's going to be it. And that's the and that's another reason why I was still saying why I think maybe Rich was going to pull it off because I'm not saying he was going to hold this AEW title for a long time, but at least it wouldn't be just taking all their belts. Then they get shit on weekly by your boy Tony O'Con. Okay, with these commercials, I mean Tony O'Con. Tony O'Con. I mean Tony Khan, I'm sorry. Tony I threw an O with his name. I threw an O. Is, is Tony in the United Empire as well? Is he in Will Ospreay's stable? Coming Probably. soon, Tony yeah. Khan being revealed as the great O'Conn's brother. <laughs> sure. There you go. But yeah, man, I mean, just, you know, the the, the, this, the constant beatdown of Impact Wrestling. I'm like, how, how are they... How much more are they going to give them a win, I guess is what I'm saying. And I was hoping Rich was going to give them that win for a small portion. Whatever. Anyway. They're going to go from having two two major champions, mm -hmm. two major championship belts down to nothing. Yeah. In the, in the span of, what, a month? Pretty much. Because they had the TNA championship and the Impact championship. Right. They consolidated those two together, mm -hmm. and yep. now they're both going to be going to Omega. Right. Sucks, bro. Sorry. <laughs> It's almost like a liquidation of impact uh, resources. Hmm. Yeah. Well, look, guys. Next, you, next thing you know, mm -hmm. they're going to be losing their TV slot. <laughs> that actually might be an improvement. Then I'll be able to actually catch impact if it's not on their, hey, their network. Hey, stop it. Listen, impact wrestling is still overall entertaining. entertaining it is very entertaining, but the network sucks. Yeah, but I mean, hey, it's their network, so they ain't got to. Sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry. There are many different ways to watch it, so why yeah, should we find a way? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. I don't do the illegal stuff, gentlemen. That's not illegal. It's not illegal. No. If you go What's to the other YouTube? way I can catch it? Okay, can I go to YouTube, bro? You sure about that? You could fight TV, it, dude. Yeah. How much is fight TV though? Five fucking bucks. Yeah. All right. I might have to consider that. All right. Plus, you get all these other fucking catalogs of different independent stuff and yeah. ROH. It's all in one place, dude. You don't have to go fucking looking for shit. Yeah. It's I good. have to look into that. Yeah. 
So, anyways, uh, if you get a chance to though this weekend, if you know you want some some cool wrestling to look at, order Rebellion. Check it out. Impact Wrestling, Kenny Omega, Rich Swan, title versus title, and we'll uh, we'll let you know our thoughts next week on that. Now we're gonna move right over into WWE NXT, and um, yep. Yeah, that's coming off of uh, Stand and Deliver, I guess. So uh, tell us all about it, man. How, what went down on that night? Well, it's definitely on a new night. Uh, so that's yeah. one new thing. But of course, the show kicks off with uh, your new NXT champion, uh, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. And uh, basically, he came out and he just said, in, you know, anybody uh, wants to get it, he's going to roll through you. And uh, he don't give two shits about who it is. He's he's planning on having a rain and it's gonna be it's gonna be y'all long, y'all. So whoever wants to come get some TikTok, everybody gotta pay the toll. Yeah, I'm not gonna go in deep details about it because it's, it's pretty much the same line. It's just people who don't comprehend what he's saying, just gonna have to learn the hard way. So uh that was exciting. Um always exciting to see him. Um, a little bit of uh interesting thing <laughs> backstage. Uh your boy forgot to pay Mercedes and money. She said, I want my money. And then she was about to, and then she was choking out your girl Jasmine, Sin City Steve. And that's the best choking, gurgling sound I've ever heard ever in my life. That's the best I've seen Jasmine do in NXT. Cause I was like, damn, she really choking old girl. But anyways, that leads up to all of a sudden Jesse Kamei all of a sudden pumping her chest up like she was fitting to do something. I don't remember you, baby girl, being like that. But hey, you something about new Tuesday slot that had you ready. Because you was like, I want to step out over you. I'm like, okay, the man. All right. I didn't know you rocked like that. Because before you was looking pretty right, regular raisin brand. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, she get in a match with Mercedes. And then Mercedes had to remind her, look, you might be tough. You might be camera buff, but you ain't ring buff. And so, you know, Mercedes pretty much put her in her place. And then mm-hmm. after she, you know, swapped up with that one, two, three, she walked over to the, uh, to the desk and had a message for Raquel Gonzalez congratulating her. And she says, uh, pretty much I'm looking for you. So uh, that's not going to be any news. Cause you'll see, obviously everybody wants to shot at the new champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that pretty much happened. And then after that, uh, you know, people who still owed her money was trying to run away, but she's not, uh-uh. she went and got her money and she got paid in full. It looked like a good little guap. So uh, she got paid her money. Yeah. That was, I, I wanted to, huh? I was just about to say, yeah, that was, you're, you're talking about Robert Stone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Robert it. Stone need to need to learn how to pay people in full. I'm just saying. True. Because them gloves he had, them, them Chris fake Chris Jericho gloves he used to have, look like Michael Jackson sequence beads. Yeah. That that had to cost money to have either be made or to buy. So why you couldn't pay Mercedes or money, I don't get it. But besides the point, <laughs> right. I digress. Next was interesting. We had, you know, Escobar come out, gloating, letting everybody know. And these was facts. He said he took a title that, for most all intents and purposes, was back at a bumper show. Nobody was caring about the Cruiserweight Championship. He got on. He's got the belt on. He made it a primetime thing. People tuning into NXT to see that stuff. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of factual things to say, and I thought it was good. And he talked about how, you know, he, he, you know, he won his match. And then, well, Kushida pop out, you know. And Kushida said, all right, let's do this. So they get in a match. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
I honestly believed that Escobar Santos was going to be victorious again because that's the minute. <clears throat> Didn't happen. Kushida had him. One, two, three. Even Kushida was surprised. Kushida is now your new NXT championship. And, Even uh, Kushida was surprised. That okay, is the look, dumbest man, thing you've look, said. Man, I'm trying to, to, <laughs> to, to enhance my inner impact. All right, DJ Impact can't be the only person that gets excited when he does Impact Wrestling. I got to be excited about NXT. But anyways, Kushida look look, look surprised, and uh, but it's good though. I like seeing Kushida uh, uh, cruiserweight new cruiserweight championship. I think it'll be good. I- I'm pretty sure the next takeover that's going to happen is probably going to be uh, him and Santos Escobar going up to get it. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but as I said. You know, uh, your boy Kushida, new uh, NXT championship. I wasn't expecting that. Really cool. Um, outside of that, uh, it was pretty cool. You basically had uh, Dakota Kai come out. It obviously introduced the new champion, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. She came out. Uh, just looking, looking good. Looking good as a champ. Really looking good. And she was kind of basically telling everybody, you know, how she got there. And all of a sudden, Rhea Ripley's music hit. Rhea Ripley come out. She was looking fantastic, real good with that cha- with that uh, Raw Women's uh, Championship. So she came out. And then when them two was looking at each other and congratulated, then you had Bianca Belair, the new SmackDown Women's Champion, come out as well. And so that was good because they obviously showed reference to those three coming up in the same uh, class and them being champions. Really good feel. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, it was cool. And then all of a sudden they got interrupted. I thought it was a little weird how, I don't know if they didn't cue it right, but that blackout was a little bit longer than what it needed to be. I don't know. Did y'all just notice that? I mean, I knew somebody was going to come out, but it seemed like the blackout was longer than it needed to be. Uh, but anyways, it ended up being Frankie Monet, uh, formerly, uh, uh, Miss Valkyrie and had a little dog. And she basically came out to the room, uh, to, to the ring, and uh, basically, you know, uh, told Raquel Gonzalez she's going to see her every Tuesday night. And so that's going to be pretty interesting and see what's going to happen down the pipeline with that. I mean, obviously, uh, Taya Valkyrie, as now she's known as Frankie Monet, uh, ring veteran, uh, brings a lot to the table, a lot to the NXT, uh, uh, which I will say this right now, and you feel free to disagree with me. Um, one of the most talented, at least I can say the most talented women's division, probably in all of uh, NXT history. Uh, and, I, and I'm saying that knowing that, you know, Sasha and Charlotte and, um, you know, Becky and Bailey. But I'm saying like if the sheer number of talented women uh, that this roster uh, has had, even before the ones that just went over to the main roster, it's been very talented. So I'm. Excited to see what new pieces. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, after that kind of happened, uh, they ended up having uh, another one. And I want to do every match, but I'll just say the match with uh, Leon Ruff and Swerve Scott was cool. Really not much to kind of report with that, to be completely honest with you. I mean, it was the match was what it was. Uh, they're trying to work something. You know, Swerve pretty much wins. That's what he's done the last couple of times. Uh but the cool thing was, was right after that, they had an interview with uh, Zoe Stark. And she was talking about how she was in Vegas. And it was interesting how she was in Las Vegas, trying to make ends meet, working out eight hours a day, 
them, them some real facts. Not very rarely could I ever say that I know when somebody says they're doing something before they got big, they was doing it. We all know that she really was working hard. Almost any person I've ever talked to that's worked with her here in Las Vegas knew that she was working out. She was very committed. She was really about that business. And so for her to say that and get on the main roster uh, during that you know uh, interview, Mercedes pops out. And she was like a rookie. So I'm actually interested to see those two lock up. We're probably going to see that next Tuesday night. So uh, that's going to be real interesting to see. Um, and then last was the main event, mixed ender uh, match. You know, Dexter Lumitz, Bronson Reed, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart, and The Way. Uh, I really wasn't at first excited about it. No offense. It was their main event. Uh, but it ended up getting interesting, and it was mostly due to the fact of <laughs> Indy Hartwell. <laughs> uh, it, it was interesting because she has this huge ass crutch on, uh, you know, Dexter Loomis, you know, and uh, she had a shot, and uh, she basically made it seem like she got knocked out, and she pulled a squint paladores from the sandlot, like she was incapacitated, and Dexter was just kind of looking at her. Like she was, he was about to either do CPR or something. I don't know what it was. And then, then the shit didn't work because stupid Austin Theory with his all muscles, no brain having ass, screwed it up. And then she was pissed. He break, he straight C beat her. She said, "Hell, hell no!" She threw his ass over the top. <laughs> and, and then after that, she did it again. And then at the end of the day, it was cool because uh, Dexter Muse ended up picking her up, and and they call it kidnapping. I just call it as uh, doing a civic duty to make sure that she can still breathe. Uh, so she got her man in the end. I don't know what she's going to get afterwards, but uh, that's pretty much what she had. So anyways, with all the confusion, everything, uh, the way wasn't able to pull out a victory and end up being uh, Bronson Reed, uh, Moon, and Blackheart, and mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis win. That was pretty much NXT. It was a standard show. It was cool. Uh that's pretty much all I got. Thank you guys for your patience. Appreciate that. <laughs> I better not get no shit because Impact does the same thing. It is yeah, like, but most of the people, like you pointed out, can't see the fucking show that Impact's talking about. You and he also has only what three, four matches total that you talk about, uh, typically on an Impact. You just took us through the <laughs> fact that she brought her fucking dog. <laughs> look, look, I'm sorry I get excited, but, you know, as excited as I am about NXT and wanting to go through every match is the same excitement that I have whenever people ask me, but, hey, you're on a podcast. Tell me about people you're on the podcast. I go as in much detail about every one of you gentlemen. It's just how I am when I'm excited. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I was just waiting on you to make a third serial reference. <laughs> that's all I make, I make you did because <laughs> i mean you know you mentioned raisin bran you mentioned cornflakes i was i was waiting on number three yeah but I anyway everything that was plain but anyway uh let's get cereal with aew dynamite mm-hmm. um so yeah um mr impact sir i apologize would you would you like to do the honors oh no go Kick ahead man. no no okay do, do all right thing. awesome no nah. awesome so uh Show got off to a very, very quick start. Um, the Young Bucks versus Pac and Ray Phoenix of Death Triangle. Um, just from me saying those names, you guys know what kind of a match they were going to have. Um, before that actually even happened, um, the Bucks 
uh, did a promo where they kind of recapped everything, brought everybody up to speed on the fact that, you know, they've officially gone heel and, you know, they've changed uh, their attire, cut off the tassels, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you also had MJF approach Mike Tyson with a blank check um, and, you know, offered to, to buy off Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson chewed up the check and spit it out right into MJF. Um, so that was kind of foreshadowing what was going to happen later on. Um, hey, Steve. And Steve. yeah, Steve, really what? quick. Um, as soon as he spit that check at him, the first thing I thought is, well, I guess they don't have COVID protocols anymore. Right. <laughs> and, and, it is. It is Florida. Right. Exactly. True. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you do whatever you want um, in Florida. Hey, man. Florida man. Yeah. Florida man spits a blank check at another man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, although uh, Mike Tyson's a Vegas man, whatever. It, anyway, don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Don't do it. Um, so back inside of Daly's place. Uh, yeah. Death Triangles pack. Ray Phoenix. Um, they they brought the high flying, just dynamic offense that they're known for. The Young Bucks equaled them. This was a great match to get the show started. Uh, got the show started hot. And it was it was as advertised. I mean, I don't need to go into a bunch of detail. Um, Young Bucks did pick up the win as they should have over Death Triangle. Um, yeah, solid opener. I was a little worried when they said this is a 60-minute time match. I'm like, are they really going to go that long? <laughs> hey, man, you never know. I mean, not to say that there, it wouldn't be good wrestling. I just think one match that could possibly go a whole hour of a show to me is like, my God, I don't know if I want to see that it's like listening to simon recap nxt <laughs> you know you're gonna go back and what, listen to the podcast just to hear me recap it uh, no no probably not <laughs> not yet you um, but michael's will speaking speaking of things that we don't need to see or hear again mm -hmm. uh jake cargill beat uh red velvet for the 84th time in a row <laughs> uh, we didn't even again i know uh, right what is this furthering i mean yes they're building up good chemistry between the two of them um but they're trying yeah, they're I, trying to have their their sasha and bianca moment I, moments i hope i hope not <laughs> I, I don't hope think not. it's working the, well but they seem like that's what they're trying to go hey, for hey hey jay hey, we I, have I, ours I, over on, here <laughs> well played yeah um, I, I've gone on record as to say that Jade Cargill could be the future of the AEW oh, Women's absolutely. Division, and I, 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 I still stand behind that 100. percent Yeah, um, I believe Triple she H has, already got she has all the it. talent. Eh, she has all the talent <laughs> in the world, and uh, yeah, she just she just needs to get more in ring time, I and agree. clearly that's what is happening. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. Um, Anthony Agogo beat some jobber um sorry cole carter um can I in like two seconds with a body punch can i say something about that um i don't have no problem with that i'm the match whatever it is what it is i kind of figured it was going to go that way anyway yeah but why yeah. is his his music entrance theme it's horrible it's like something like they just went on to youtube and looked up you know not copyrighted music. yeah and just and, and chose the first one he's a fighter hey. he should have had that fight music that just gets you pumped up and ready as you walking Dude. out ready for the and it was just it, i would say i didn't get me hyped he looked like he was a fighter that was coming out to 
What? Dude, what, type? They, yeah. what it was was AEW just didn't want to have those DMCA claims. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't want to have they didn't want to have their Twitter banned. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> yes, yes, well played, sir. Hey, please continue. In case you're in case you've been living under a rock, the Vegas Bad Boys Twitter account had that happen. So that's why I'm saying it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, up next was Chris Jericho versus Dax Harwood with Mike Tyson acting as a special ringside enforcer. And all other inner circle and pinnacle members were barred from ringside. The, I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, when this match was advertised, I thought that this match would be pretty decent. Um, it was it was a serviceable match. Um, these guys definitely um, they gave you know perfectly acceptable wrestling, um, but it was just I don't know, man. It, it didn't I've click. Seen for me. 98 called. They want Mike Tyson back. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It's just like, what the fuck does he bring to this match? Who cares? He, fuck this. He's, he's a name. He's he a name. Bring it that, any, That's yeah. That's all. Well, I was gonna say, Sin City. The reason why you're seeing a lot of him is because he's working on a, a, a fight thing coming up pretty soon. So yeah. that's probably why we're seeing way more Mike Tyson than what we normally would anticipate. Because he's about yeah. to have him and Holyfield, it's right? Good. Aren't they about to come up pretty soon? Oh, it must have been too much because he glitched out like Wrecked Ralph. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> no, going to say it, you glitched out. I couldn't hear what you said. What'd you say, Michaels? Phone <clears throat> oh, account's a fucking mark. He has a lot of fucking money. He decided to give money to Tyson, and that's it. Mm. Regardless. I mean, if Tyson was doing nothing, they still would have fucking shelled money at his feet mm, because... Yeah. He's Mike Tyson. He's a name. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, the match ended when uh, members of both factions who were barred from ringside, mind you, um, flooded into the arena. So it just became a giant clusterfuck. Um, and somewhere in the middle of it, Mike Tyson just flattened freaking uh, Dax, Dash, whatever his name is, Wheeler, Cash yeah. Wheeler, uh, <laughs> whatever. Again, All the na- name, naming naming is wonderful sometimes. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, uh, they did announce after the match that uh, Mike Tyson is an ancillary member of the inner circle now, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, you mean he's uh, not with DX no more, uh, dude? He he defected from DX to the inner circle. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Chris Statlander squashed Amber Nova. I did find it pretty ironic. They brought they brought her back and put her in the ring with Amber Nova when Chris Statlander's finisher is the Supernova. <laughs> so you had Chris Statlander beat Amber Nova with the Supernova. <laughs> and she's part of the know. Super Friends now, apparently. Apparently. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Anyway, um, and... Up next was the main event. It was the Falls Count Anywhere match for the TNT Championship. Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. This match, AEW, I, I love the product. I, I love the product. However, mm-hmm. if you have more than one Pier 6 brawl in a night, things kind of get muddy. Mm-hmm. So the end of this match, we had 
everyone from the Hardy family office, which again, naming is wonderful sometimes. Everyone from Matt Hardy's stable out there. And then you have the Dark Order come out there. And it just became a giant clusterfuck. You had Lance Archer. You had Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Mm -hmm. Stang. Everybody out there doing their thing. (laughs) And Darby Allen hits a coffin drop from 20 feet up, um, you know, driving Matt Hardy through a freaking table, picks up the win. Yeah. If you're going to do these Pier 6 brawls with, you know, all these different people in it, do that once in your show. Don't do it once at the end of your first hour programming and then do it again at the end of your second hour programming. But if you have 92 factions right, and you have to get people on camera, it's bullshit. They fucking are repeating the mistakes of WCW. Mm-hmm. That's pretty uh, evident with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. It was like watching Matt Hardy wrestle Jeff when Jeff was 12. <laughs> it, you know, seriously, it's just like, I, why does Matt Hardy have a stable? I, just fuck, man. I, there's, there's stuff that they are doing that is just fucking asinine stupid. And great, they can get the ratings now, which is nice. Because yeah. ain't nobody else on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, because they well, get the they have no excuse. And and so here's the thing. Speaking of ratings, um, the move that NXT made to Tuesday and AEW going alone on Wednesday actually did work out for both sides as NXT grow uh they they uh, grew their audience um up to eight hundred and six thousand viewers on Tuesday. AEW, we were talking about them never being able to beat or surpass that 1 million mark. They finished with 1.21 million viewers for their show on Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, which is massive, massive, massive. So I I think that it was, it was definitely the right move for NXT to make that move to go to Tuesday because it will end up generating more revenue for both companies and they won't have to go head to head with one another and they won't have to burn out these, these booking ideas. Um, so hopefully, you know, Tony Khan can stop this speed run of WCW 2001 <laughs> and actually get back to, you know, running a coherent sports, sports oh, based, There's sports no based he wrestling program. Do it. He does not know how to do it. Hey man. Hey, Hey booker of the year. And you know, uh, from our chat, Chris goes like, "How else do you expect Russo to write a show without multiple peer six brawls?" Hashtag bro. <laughs> Sound about right. Well, so you know, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. What you talk, bro? It, it, yeah, like every other word. Vince, Vince Russo. Let me tell you something, bro. Vince Russo. It, it, he was miraculously, uh, you know, mysteriously uh, surprised booking TNA out of, uh, you know, several years back, like 10, 15 years ago. And the only way that it came to light was that he sent an email to the wrong person, uh, basically with booking ideas. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Vince Russo is booking AEW in 2021. Mm. Possibility. Chris, Chris could be on to something. Especially if you got them con checks coming through. 
you bound to do anything. Look, we've had uh, we've had Russo on our show before. Maybe we got to reach out to him. You know, we, we, we just need to reach out and say, you know, let us know what you're doing over there now, man. Give us the inside scoop. You know what you Bro, really? I don't. couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> All right, good stuff, man. Um, let's run over right quick to uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, they do two matches uh, normally every week, and this past uh, televised show. They start off with a purest match against uh, Delirious versus Rocky Romero. And um, that was a really good match. Again, purest match, uh, 15 minutes, a whole bunch of different rules that apply to that. Like I say, this match, it went down to nine seconds before they were going to uh, hit the time limit before Rocky. Yeah, till Rocky pulled the win by getting one of his submission moves off on Delirious. So, I was I was really wanting to see what was about to happen, you know. Uh, what happens when you cross that that time? You know how how do the judges say you know who's going to end up uh, taking this win? But Rocky pulled it off, man. Good match, all fourteen uh, fourteen minutes and fifty one seconds of it. <laughs> so uh, that's how they started, and then of course the main event was uh, Mexi Squads Bandito and Flamita versus. Uh, the foundations, Jay Lethal and Jonathan Grisham. And, uh, of course, Jonathan is the pure uh, champion at the moment. And that was a really, really good match. But, uh, again, back at the 19th anniversary show back in uh, March, end of March, you know, it was kind of showing Mexi Squad was kind of having a little issues here with the group. And that kind of played again in this match with Bandito and Flamita. They end up not uh, getting along towards the end of the match and end up causing themselves to uh, lose against Jay Lethal uh, and, and Jonathan Grisham. So uh, they they still uh, end up winning that particular match. Again, an awesome match. One hour, guys. Ring of Honor. Uh, if you don't have access to it, you heard Matt Michael say uh, Fight TV. Uh, you can also join the ring, uh, uh, honor club. You can also join that as well. You have access to that, but it's really good stuff, guys. A lot of good wrestling is going on. And, uh, I know they're going to be kicking up their women's division, uh, pretty soon. So you're going to want to keep your eye out uh, on that. Next week's show is the 500th episode, uh, show. And the, uh, the big main event with that is, uh, uh, Jonathan Grisham and Jay Lethal. They're going to actually be fighting against each other. Instead of them on there uh, being part of the foundation for the pure title, so that should be pretty good. Yeah, to see how that's going to come out, um, that's going to be good. And then you have the brothers, Mark Briscoe versus Jay Briscoe, one on one match. Uh, again, that's going to be next week. It's the 500th episode for Ring of Honor. Exciting time. Try to watch it if you can. All right. So with that. Let's move over right over into SmackDown. This is the uh, their show after Mania. Uh, a, a lot of just videos reminding us what happened uh, a week ago. Tell us, Matt Michaels, what was uh, SmackDown all about? And I guess you can also start off with new announced team. <laughs> that seems to be the uh, the trend at, uh, at at least this week's wrestling show. Um. Well. You know, it's um, basically the um, idea here of, uh, you know, switching up Corey Graves over to Raw. 
Uh, I did not realize that apparently a lot of WWE fans do not like Corey Graves, which is surprising. Um, which I don't know why, because he's actually a, uh, an awesome commentator. Yeah, I never heard of that before. I mean, I mean, no, I've heard it. I've heard I it. Everybody yeah. was okay with him, but yeah, most it's, oh, it's yeah. over overuse was basically yeah. the thing. Yeah, Overexposure okay. for sure. Yeah. With him being on every single show, I mean, yeah. people got tired of him. Yeah, yeah. And now, was that just a COVID thing, or that was even before COVID? Because I can't remember. I I just started noticing at the beginning of COVID. Was he on every show before COVID kind of hit? I can't remember. I, he's been on NXT. He's been on Raw. He's been on SmackDown. So, listen, the, the memory is so short that it just blends all that shit together as one. Yep. That's what it comes down to. So, um, basically, looks like it was a Fox move. Fox wanted Pat McAfee. Um, that's a sports person. Notice the two moves they've made are sports right. people. Yeah. Um, this is also a bigger issue because the board now has, they actually have a three man power board. So basically what you have now is you have inserted guys who have worked at ESPN guys who the one guy is, uh, an owner from the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and then you got Khan, who was, you know, introduced a couple of weeks ago. So don't be surprised. You're going to see a lot more sports geared. Uh, it's You're about to see the beginning of the end of what you knew as to the WWE. Yep. This is this is the start. Um, basically, this sets up the the idea of Vince McMahon passing away. Right now, they're set. So you're going to lose, I think, some of the idea of sports entertainment. You're going to see more so um, people who are going to be marketing it towards more of an athletic competition in a sense, uh, more sports oriented. So, hmm. um, you know, it's not going to, it's, it's not going to change everything, yeah. but I think you're going to start seeing the changes. Honestly, in the long run, they're going to end up selling the company at some point. Mm. Yep. Yep. 100%. Mm. Yep. It's, it's going to probably end up in the hands of Disney. Disney. Um, so, you know, don't don't be shocked. And oh, you know, for, well, and you know what? For all we people, talked about this a long, long time ago, that Disney would end up owning WWE. So when it does happen, we have a, a brilliant, uh, uh, horrible impersonation that Michael just loves. That we'll have to bring that out of the archives. No, we won't. Anyway, um, <laughs> the um, so. You know, you're you're looking at the start of again this type of new experiment that's going to be done. Um, also, you know, everyone hypes the Monday after WrestleMania. They're not in a surprise mode. They're in a 
cost analysis portion of what's going on right now mm -hmm. because you're introducing this whole new business structure. So um, don't get your hopes up for seeing, you know, new guys come in or anything like that. Um, I don't even know what the turnaround is going to be of bringing some of the NXT guys up uh, that, you know, seems to have been a kind of a thing that would happen. Um, but right now, you know, it's, it's all up the air and SmackDown was a very good example of just kind of playing off of some of the easy things they could play off of um, having Roman come out right away and, you know, give a, a, a whole big speech 12, I think it was like 12 to 15 minutes until Cesaro finally got out there. Um, and then eventually, you know, the match, uh, between Cesaro and Uso, good idea, not having Cesaro and Reigns touch very smart, but of course you have Seth come out and beat the shit out of Cesaro afterwards, which means that that's going to be our WrestleMania backlash match there. Good question of what is Roman going to be doing? Because Edge and Daniel Bryan were both not on the show. Right. I'm assuming because much like you, DJ Impact, mm -hmm. they are old and they do need naps and, you know, slippers. Whatever. So, <laughs> so that's probably what they were doing. Spa day for Edge and, and Daniel Bryan. None wrong uh, <laughs> We'll just get the singles match between them at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, probably. To, to find out who's number one contender or something. Who knows? Fuck. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're still not clear on what's going to go on with the uh, championship yet. Uh, Bianca, of course, celebrating with Street Profits. Um, again, it's, it's a great moment. But when you have no real booking for a show, it's easy to just fill in time with uh, segments like that. Um, and then to throw those three profits into a tease match where, you know, they do this whole big hurrah about her and then they can't win the tag titles. So, the, you know, that was that was kind of nice to kind of, you know, not just do something straight up. Um, hey, Bianca won the belt. So now her husband has to have the belt at the same time. <laughs> right. um, you can get to it. You can get to it. Uh, Owens and Sammy Zayn. I mean, come on, Owens and Sami Zayn, no matter what, those two can just go on and just wrestle fucking all day long. Right. Uh, will we see that at WrestleMania Backlash? Why not? Fuck it. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I'm down. Might as well. Um, be worse. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be. Um, so why not? I mean, that at least gives one you know, valid match that you can do something with uh, if you're them. Uh, Otis, I man, I would love just if Otis could have done like 15 flying splashes onto Mysterio and we could just <laughs> at this point, if Ray's other eye pops out, I don't give a shit. I just want to see Ray just gone to stop Damn. um i you know i thought it's i thought it's bad enough seeing dominic every week it's even worse seeing dominic as the fucking cheerleader to 
old man Mysterio. And uh, yeah, just fucking destroy him. Come on. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere because if uh, the new WWE 2K22 is more than just a video game build, look like Ray's probably going to be on the cover. So that means we're going to end up seeing him until that damn game come out. Yeah, so we don't know who's going to be on the cover. I, I, I'm just saying, based on what we've seen so far, we don't know because they do a thing, right? Usually they'll pick who is going to be on it. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. And um, I have it on good good confirmation mm-hmm. that um, the cover is not decided yet. So anything that you guys see out there online that is a WWE 2K cover for uh, 22 it's nothing is official at all that commercial alluding to ray mysterio is a commercial that they used ray in well they even said it too it's just it's just a build and i think they did that because of the chaos that happened last game not letting people know this is just a build this ain't the real game you know per se so yeah and so we we do remember we've we've been uh We've been uh, slapped on the wrist once uh, this week, so we don't need any other slaps on the wrist. So we do not know any official anything about who's going to be. We know nothing. We know nothing. Although I, I really would love to see. Just think about the amazing moment that it would make. Ray is awarded with the cover. You know, they go back to the old school thing where they have the gigantic. Um, the gigantic tapestry that unfurls from the top of the arena and it's got Ray on it and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then it, it Ray's new shining moment. Dominic just turns heel and beats the shit out of his dad sets up a match. Yeah. I'd, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd love to see uh, Dominic pull down the banner after he had, you know, like put Ray out of it, you know, where Ray's like stunned on the ground. Yeah. Throw Ray into the banner and then just roll Ray up into it <laughs> and then fucking push him off the stage in the fucking <laughs> banner. I mean, it's not too much of a stretch. I mean, no, you know. no. And that's my personal request. If uh, Uncle Bruce, you are listening yeah. again, these are free. We're not making any money off of this, so go ahead, Bruce. Um, well, I will say this. I mean, hey, Chris says that my <laughs> that his vote would be for 2K22 cover is Titus O'Neil and Hogan in their WrestleMania pirate gear. No, 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 no. I want it to be Bailey, special edition, ding dong, hello. I want that. Stand back. My pyro's coming through. I want that. <laughs> We, uh, you know what, uh, we could, uh, we could, uh, put in requests for that. I don't think the office will go for it, but why not? Why not? Why not? We, we, we can, uh, we can send some, uh, some info that way. I just um, want to play the game before anybody else plays the game. If, if ever that could come about, I'd, I'd be happy with that. It's never going to happen, but Hey, you, you put out wishes. I want to wish. So why don't you. Go to the, the dude. They're always looking for testers for companies. So go to the company and you know try to become a tester. Come on, come on, Sin City. Let's let, let's, let's go test the game out. Let's go test the game out. 
Um, outside of that, that's that's SmackDown, man. I mean, yeah. there's nothing on there that was, uh, you know, stand out. Uh, you're listen, your usual players fucking delivered. Yeah. And then we get to see Tamina. So I guess Naya is on someone's shit list. Let's face it. Because mm. Tamina, <laughs> Tamina basically got a good uh, licking in on of uh, that didn't sound good. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. I, <sighs> See, I was going to go to Nia's hole. You mean a licking as far as an ass whooping? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I don't even know what to say anymore. Reggie, where the fuck is Reggie? I'm assuming COVID. That's what I'm assuming, protocol. So um, maybe when Reggie comes back, it will kind of, we can get Nia and Shayna back to being more of a comedy heel tag team or something i don't know can we get rid know. of uh, of him reggie why do we need reggie i mean am i the only person who just doesn't like seeing him on tv dude if you're gonna get rid of anyone fucking cut carmella i mean reggie doesn't make money why does he, he have to make money because he's more entertaining he's proven he's been more entertaining than you know some of the talent they have True. Oh, speaking of Apollo Crews, apparently has an African jackhammer or something now instead of the traditional name for whatever the it's jackhammer he, is. He has a nail. He has a nail. What is it called? A nail. A nail. Nail. It's called nail. Yeah. Can you spell that? Can you also use it in a sentence? Anyways. I'm being but honest. Stop yes. trying to figure out what you talk about. No, that's what he. That's what he. That's what he called his guy. So I don't know. I'm just repeating it. Well, okay. Wait, wait. Uh, no. Wait. What did you call him? I said. Nail. You said a nail, like a nail. It's it's Commander Aziz. Well, yeah, it is that. That that's his. Yeah, that's that's the name he goes by. But he well, called him come from. I think, I because think he calls he calls him in. Oh, the move. Okay, okay, okay. I got oh, you. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, I was getting no, confused. Wait. I was like, I don't hear him say somebody's name was Nell, but you're talking about his move. Right. Okay, got the you. move okay. is actually called the Nigerian Nail. That sounds like something on a cover of a VHS tape that's hidden in your parents' uh, closet. Which is which is a, it? The move is a Samoan spike, and that move was used by Aziz. So there we go. Yeah. We just spent way too much fucking time on <laughs> Cruz. So fuck him. Uh, God, hey, I, I don't have a problem with Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I, I'm fine with. I'm him. a fan. I'm glad cool. you are. He, he has cool. I, hey, I like him a lot. He is. He will be. He will be amazing in ROH when he goes there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, God, I, I Pat McAfee. Uh, Shout out to him for his first WWE broadcast being thrown into the fire. And I thought that he did extremely well. Um, yeah, I, obviously the guy's got the gift of gab. He's called football on ESPN. Uh, he is one of the, he has one of the most successful podcasts on the internet. Yeah. I mean, it, for them to, to bring him in and, and put him, at, you know, in such a high profile role right out of the gate is it's a win. And for him to perform as well as he did is an even bigger win. What? So, 
I, I, I just, I just want to see, I want to see how next week goes. I think that it's, it's going to be awesome. Will he still be doing his podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's uh, still doing, he's still doing his podcast every day, Monday through Friday. You know, I don't, I don't know if his hiring, like the, the conditions of the terms probably had a lot of language in there where he could basically do anything yeah. Yeah. related to stuff that's outside of the company, as long as it's not wrestling related. Yeah. So, and you got to think about it too. He had an easier time debuting because of the fact that a, he's been a heel this yep. past summer. Um, also, it's much easier to do the uh, color commentary. Whereas on Raw, you had a new play-by-play person. I think that was yeah. extremely reckless of them to just throw yes. him in. Um, like you mentioned, Steve, we've already seen it once with uh, Adam Lee. And, uh, you know, this could, this could go south very quick. Jeff Harvey. Really? No one? I don't recognize yeah. that name. No, it's Mike Adam Lee notoriously referred to Jeff Hardy as Jeff Harvey oh. on numerous oh. occasions <laughs> when he was calling play by play. Got you. Yeah. Well, you should have just said the Harvey brothers. I would have totally got it from that. <laughs> you know what issue I've been? Is it just me or does it seem like as of late when it comes to the announcer's volume, it seems to be extremely low compared to the that's normally uh, not a problem okay yeah because the of uh, the effects i hear uh you know the using the, the crowd effects and everything around seems to be much higher than them talking and it's, it was just very difficult to hear a lot of the commentary well unfortunately aew has the other issue <laughs> where it's too loud and you like Turn that shit off. Yeah. I mean, down. <laughs> no, off. No, off. I mean, off. No. Yeah. yeah I, mean, off. I, I was trying to be a little nice, but yeah, off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. We'll move right over as we get close to the end of the show. I want to talk just a little bit about uh, New Japan. I'll, I'll start over from uh, New Japan US. Uh, apparently, they just had the, uh, the New Japan Cup 2021, and the, uh, the finals are now set. Uh, Sin City, uh, it says here that um, it's going to be Brody King and Tom uh, Tom Lawler, uh, which have advanced to the final round, and it's supposed to be um, April 23rd. So this seemed like this should be a, a pretty good match. Um, you know, what, what's your take for what you uh, you know about this tournament? Um, so it, it's going to be good to see the way that this tournament ends. Um and sign me up for Brody King versus Filthy Tom Lawler. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> th- seriously, I mean, you've got two guys that are just believable badasses that mm-hmm. will go in there and just put on a show. And you know, I, I think that it's, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it definitely will deliver. And uh, the winner of this tournament will get the uh, the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship uh, Championship belt. So, um, that, uh, that's going to be interesting to see who's going to, who's going to take the, the, the brand new title in new Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It, sign me up. I, I, 
I, I personally, I'd like to see Tom Lawler walk away with it. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But either way, I, I, I just know that I'm going to watch that April 23rd episode of Strong and just hopefully it's as advertised and that these two guys deliver and I don't doubt that they will. Yeah. From New Japan, uh, I guess over from the um, from over in the uh, on Japan side here, it says that the fans. So I'm gonna the title was that the fans pick a wow stipulation for New Japan Pro Wrestling's match on the road to wrestling Dantaku. Is that how we say that? Dantaku. Well done. All right, Dantaku. Yeah. But this is what I find interesting. So first, I want to just be transparent because I don't know what I didn't know what the KOPW uh, event was. So this is what I found out because this is this goes to why I'm actually you, kind you of. You don't know about Kapow? <laughs> you know what? They don't spell it the same way that I I used to watch it when Batman was hitting someone on the face and it went Kapow, you know. But um. But let break it down. It says it follows a non-traditional, and I got this from uh, from Wiki. Uh, it follows a non-traditional formula. It has no title belt, and only one wrestler per year is recognized as champion. A quote provisional champion end quote is first determined during the year. The provisional champion must defend his provisional title. The provision champion at the end of the year is officially recognized at the year's KOPW and wins the KOPW trophy. Furthermore, in contrast, the New Japan Pro Wrestling's heavy focus on traditional matches, the title match matches will be exclusively focused on non-regular stipulations. Each of the wrestlers involved in the title match proposes a stipulation and fans will vote to select which is followed. Okay, now based on that, this is what the fans uh, chose, okay? Um, they chose... It says Yano's creation of darkness blindfold match. Now let me explain what that is. In Cincinnati, this is why it's, it's about it's about time for me to go ahead and place my order, uh, mm. <laughs> so I can watch this. Uh, huh? you, you just gotta love Yano. <laughs> you gotta love Yano. And if you're not familiar with New Japan Pro Wrestling, Tori mm-hmm. Yano is very similar. This would be like our truth with the twenty four seven championship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He is a comedy wrestler. Yeah. So, so here we go. So per uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the rules are, quote, distinct from a traditional blindfold match. This bout will start with four blindfold hoods on each of the four ring posts around the ring. A competitor is only able to defeat their opponent if they can blindfold them first. Should a hood be secured on an opponent, usual rules apply to pinfalls, submissions, knockouts, and countouts. The losing step was, okay, so then it talks about that the losing uh, step was Evil's Darkness match. The first three minutes of the match will see the lights turned on and off. At 30-second intervals, from the three-minute mark onward, there will be 30 seconds of darkness every three minutes until a decision is rendered. Dude, sign me up. I got to see how this is going to come up. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Oh, are we sure Russo's not in Japan right now? <laughs> right? Bro. Man. That's- and and, and- so yeah. the one thing that has to be recognized mm-hmm. is the KOPW yeah. actually stands for King of Professional Wrestling. Oh, okay. okay. So <laughs> literally, 
the blind the darkness blindfold match yeah will decide who is the provisional king of professional wrestling <laughs> and apparently this was something that started like a year ago right i mean this is like brand new uh yeah a few a few years ago yeah okay all right well guys there you go it's time to get your subscription because there's a lot of things that's going to be going on that uh my newjapanworld.com yeah that might catch your uh, your interest there Oh, man. Well, with that, I think we covered all of the uh, wrestling that happened this past week. We thank everybody for hanging out with us. A special shout out again to uh, the Storm and Mormon and to Jade. Thank you all so much helping us keep our show not only just really going, but promoting it out to everybody out there. And we are seeing the results come in, and we thank you so much. You too can help us as well. All you need to do, if you have a cash app, just go to um, type in Vegas Bad Boys with a Z and just donate whatever you want. We're not asking for any specific amount. You know, you got $5 you can throw. We will accept it and we appreciate it and we thank you uh, uh, very much for all that. Thanks for also hanging out with us on the chat. Chris, you're there all the time, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And um, and some of the others who we see that, that come on and off. You also can be a part of the chat, Facebook Live. All you need to do is... is um, Follow us on on our Facebook, and you have your notifications on, of course. And then when you see us go live, boom, jump on, and uh, there we go. So with that, we'll um, we're in wrestling talk. If you're watching us live, just stay tuned as we're gonna get ready for our three count. But if you're listening to us, make sure you download three count, which will be Tuesday for you, and uh, and enjoy the topics. With that, peace out. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.